Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by... Nobody... There's something that is uh, moving uh, in the pedals. So, Klaus, then I said, there's no way you're going to be able to fit that humongous package into my tiny slot. No, no. What we're on right now? Oh, shit. It's now time to hand the mic over to a man. A man that needs to walk around with a wheelbarrow to help Martin Brundle transport his huge testicles. Big balls brundles, what they call them. A man that has entered your mum's pit straight at dangerous speeds. That man is Mr. David Croft. Take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax. For the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Colby. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It's your main squeeze, Colby, aka the Colder Bottomus. And if you wouldn't mind, if you do just happen to come across my firm, just park it on up in there. It is a tight fit, it would mean a lot to me. As it is the Parking in My Fairway show, the number one Comedy F1 podcast in the entire galaxy, according to my mum, that is. We have all the news, opinions, discussion, results, reviews, previews, love triangles, Perez, diarrhea, talks, and more. Episode 84, coming at you hard and fast, but don't be soft and slow if you've missed out on the previous 83. Head on over to parkinginmyfairway.com to download the rest, better yet. Look down at that podcast listening device and give the subscribe and follow button a little bit of a slap and tickle if you don't mind. So that way you can be the first in the world to hear my sexy, smooth, soothing sounds two times a week. And there ain't nothing wrong with getting a little down and filthy, dirty, gross, slippery. With a cool eponymous two times a week. Oh my. We have some socials as well. At Parking in my Fermate on Twitter, Facebook, Insta, 
Graham, keep sliding into the DMs and I'll be interacting with you every chance I can. It truly is a highlight of my day, especially Gavin from Idaho sending me pictures of his penis every other day for the past month. I appreciate you. I love it. But I can't record this podcast fully aroused and erect. I can't do it. I forwarded them on to Klaus like you asked. So stop sending him through Idaho. Hey, Klaus, more like Udaho. <laughs> Klaus, wake up. We have a fucking huge show today. I go on a rant about the W Series ruining the sport for the women. Oh, you don't want to miss that one. We talk about Darren Avocado, a.k.a. BDDR, Big Dick Danny Rick, and how he is settling in quite nicely over there at McLaren at the moment. Don't forget the power rankings. Oh, oh, what, what? Drivers ranking. That's it. We had a race, so we need to talk about the drivers' power rankings. Get excited for that one. Where are they going to land? Who knows? Who knows? I don't. Drivers ranking. And we have a very special... Coldies Top 5. Good work, Klaus. You're awake. I like to say it. Coldies Top 5 this week. It's Coldies Top 5 F1 drivers. I would totally bang if I was gay. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. But you know what needs to happen now. Change into something a little more comfortable. Or better yet, just get butt naked. Light some candles, crack open a fresh beer or two, close your eyes, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Klaus, let's fucking go. I can't see anything. My visor's fogging up. If you take your tear-offs off, you may get rid of the water. Yeah, I'm starting to, starting to clear It's that time again to talk about the W Series and why it's the worst thing in Formula One. Look, hear me out, don't get angry. We've been through this before. I've made my feelings clear why the W Series sucks and should be abolished from Formula One. All right, let me explain to you why it's stupid. First off, for those who aren't aware, there are many different racing codes governed by the FIA. There's Formula One, Formula Two, Formula Three, the W Series, there's probably a lot more as well. The W Series itself is a racing series just for women. No men are allowed to compete in it. It's just the girls. It's designed to encourage more young girls into the sport and to give women a platform to showcase their skills. Sounds good on the surface. It does. I agree. I think that is an excellent initiative. I think they should be looking to do that. But if you can't see the problem there, then you're not looking clearly enough. Okay, let me show you. You have a kid, right? You have a little little boy, a little girl. And they want to become a great singer, like Beyonce or like Justin Timberlake. But growing up, you're encouraging them to become backup singers. You're telling them, oh, they could be the greatest backup singer in the world. You could be Michelle from Destiny's Child or that fourth one that we don't ever talk about. You could be Lance, JC, Joey or Chris from NSYNC. Yes, I had to look up those names because I don't know any of them. Don't, don't you dare aspire to be the Beyonce or Justin Timberlake. Don't, no, 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 no. Don't you dare set your sights for being at the tippity top. That's, that's pretty shitty, right? So you're telling your child that they can be anything they want to be in the world as long as it's not a superstar. Well, that's what the W Series does. It tells little girls everywhere that they can be anything they want to be in this world, unless it's a Formula One driver. Why have a W Series? 
Why not promote Formula One or junior karting towards women to get them interested in the sport at a young age? Why create a whole nother category just for the girls to play in? Formula One had a chance to be different. See, the WNBA, they need smaller balls for the girls. Softball needs different equipment for the women to play. Formula One didn't need this. They've handicapped the sport for the females when they didn't need to, they didn't have to. By creating a W Series, they are setting women back in motorsport, making these girls tee off from the ladies' tees and not from where the men swing from. The W Series concluded its 2021 season in Austin over the weekend. 23-year-old Jamie Chadwick won the championship, her second title after winning in 2019. She's had 14 races in the W Series. She's won titles, two titles already. She's won six of those 14 races. She's podium in all but two of those races. But, but she's just a girl. Let's just keep her over there in that W Series. How many of you, I'll ask you this. How many of you have actually watched the W Series this year? I watched that massive crash that happened in Spa, but that was about it. I know of Jamie Chadwick because she's a development driver for Williams and has been for the past two seasons. But I can't tell you too much about any other W Series racer. I hope that in Abu Dhabi, probably not gonna work in Saudi Arabia, uh, but at the Yas Marina circuit, I hope that Williams give her a chance to test the car or go into free practice one. I would love that. That's gonna have a much bigger impact on young girls everywhere to get into the sport than just letting her drive around with the other girls because boys have cooties or whatever the fuck it is. What was this? You don't like that a bloke from Australia is telling you girls what's good and what's bad for you? Well, it's not just me. There's been backlash and criticism about the W Series from some of the top females in the sport. British IndyCar Series driver Pippa Mann had this to say about it. What a sad day for motorsport. Those with funding to help female racers are choosing to segregate them as opposed to supporting them. I am deeply disappointed to see such a historic step backwards take place in my lifetime. Oh, and by the way, she's an IndyCar racer competing against men in the US. Charlie Martin, a transgender activist and racer that competes in endurance racing against men said this, this series is founded on segregation, and while it may create opportunities for some female drivers, it sends a clear message that segregation is acceptable. We don't discriminate in sport based on race, so it is particularly jarring that we feel it is acceptable to do so based on gender in 2018. This was back when it was founded. As racers, we want to compete against the best drivers, regardless of age, race, sexual orientation, or gender, and prove we are the best at what we do. You want more people? You want more examples? Ex-Sauber F1 test driver Simona de Silvestro has suggested that the $1.5 million prize fund would be better invested in a scholarship system to support the development of talent across a wider range of motorsport disciplines. She said, if there's really that much money going into the series, there are a few girls that have been pretty competitive in junior series. It seems like everyone is just struggling to get the shot. If you look at Red Bull affiliation or Mercedes affiliation, somehow these kids always get into the best teams and then they're winning. I think personally, it would, be, it would have been better to do something like the Red Bull program and make sure some girls get an opportunity 
on a really good team. And even on our television over the weekend, we had Danica Patrick on. And she did a fantastic job. I was actually, she was in the good. In the good, the bad, the ugly segment I did last episode. She was the good. She's a NASCAR Cup Series racer, an IndyCar Series racer and winner. She's the role model in the sport. Young girls around the world should be looking up to women that compete against the men, against the boys, taking it to them and beating them. If you want gender equality, let the girls challenge the other gender. Don't let them play off in their own little tracks with their smaller, less powerful cars because they probably they couldn't handle the big powerful cars that the men's do. No. Get your shit together and be better. Hopefully this is the last time I rant about the W Series hurting women rather than helping them, but I, I don't believe it will be. I've talked about this on ep- my second ever episode, the 49th episode. It's going to piss me off for a long time to come. Whew, Klaus, I'm, I'm heated. I'm coming in hot. I'm sorry. I was... I just need to cool down. I need to relax. I need to, need to unwind. Uh, it's time for a little... Cody's Top 5. Cody's Top 5. What are we talking about today, Klaus? Oh, that's right. Oh, that's... That's right. That is right. Because this time, we have a very special Cody's Top 5. We aren't really talking about racing no more. No, 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 no. We're talking about Cordy's top five Formula One drivers that I would 100% definitely turn for. Not like that. Just means I'd have sex with them because they're so incredible at what they do. Is that what, is that what you thought I was talking about? Oh, kudos to you. Coming in at number five. <laughs> You're going to be shocked that he's this low on the list. It's uh. BDDR, Big Dick Danny Rick, and the reason he's down at number five is because of that sledgehammer and bowling ball between his legs. I, I want to be able to walk again afterwards. I can't make love to the McLaren number two if he ain't going to treat me like a number one. No, 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 no. Number four, racing car Jesus, Antonio Giovinazzi. Oh, let's get it on. I mean, the hair alone. You could almost make him kind of look like a, a bit feminine with the hair. No. No. There is nothing wrong with me loving you, Klaus. Klaus! Get your hand out of it. Klaus is getting very excited over there. Oh, Antonio Giovinazzi. I think I, he would cuddle afterwards, too. Number three on the top five Formula One drivers that I'd definitely turn for. Number three, Mr. Saturday. Or like Mr. Saturday Night. Woo! George Russell. I think I'd turn for him. He would show me a good time. And he looks like he treats his mother really well. He looks like the kind of guy that would, you know, visit his mum every Sunday. Take her out to brunch after church. Then take me to church, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Georgie boy. Ooh. Number two, top five drivers I'd definitely turn for, kind of. This is my wife's favourite. And you know why? Oh, Marvin Gaye. Let's get it on. Carlos Sainz, the smooth operator. 
Are you kidding me? Look at that man. I mean, oof, Klaus, put your, put your shirt back on, Klaus. Oof, he's got his German sausage out. No, come on. I mean, I, look, the prancing pony, Carlos Sainz. We've been covered around with a couple of, couple of podium trophies next to us. Just snuggling, just holding me. And number one, call these top five drivers I'd definitely turn for, maybe. Oh, I mean, come on, come on. He is gorgeous, race winner. Oh, he dresses in banana outfits when he's streaming on Twitch. You know him, you love him. You can't pronounce his name right because not even he knows what his name actually is. Charles Leclerc, Charles Leclerc, if you ask me. There's nothing wrong with wanting to jerk the Leclerc. I am, I am hot under the car today. Oh, Klaus. What do you think, Klaus? You like that one? That was BDDR, Big D Danny Rick, Antonio Giovinazzi, Racing Car Jesus, Mr. Saturday Night Smooth Operator, and Jerk the Leclerc, Charles Leclerc. Ooh, 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 ooh. You gotta fade me out now. Fade me, Klaus, fade me, for fuck's sake, Klaus. We're on a run! Come on! Tom, do you know what that was? That was a smooth operator! Smooth operation! Carlos, check the radio. We seem to have picked up some dodgy music channel again. Oh, Klaus, I am exhausted. Hey. Let's all just relax. Let's bring it back down to Earth. We're going to have a little bit of a break now. We're going to have a little bit of a break. And let's roll the second intro. For generations, people would watch cars go by until they finally wanted them to go by fast. Racing was then born. And who was going to talk about all the racing? Why, Caldi, of course. Welcome to the Pocket in My Ferme Show, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. Here's your host, Caldi. Oh, 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 one half down, one to go. What a fantastic first half. It was Caldi's top five Formula One drivers that he wants to make love to. And if making love to Formula One drivers is wrong, I don't want to be right. Oh, no. God, no. Nothing manlier than just grabbing a few of your boys in for a big old smooch on the lips. No, no, no. W Series rant is all done and dusted. I'm cool, calm, and collected now because we've got a big second half for you. We're going to have a little chat about Danny Rick versus Lando Norris and how it's not as lopsided as we all think. Also, we've got the driver power rankings coming up. Huge second half, so stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Grab yourself a nice little cup of tea this time. You know, you don't, you don't want to put yourself to sleep, but you need a... It's a good way to get the fluids in. Klaus, you awake? Say, Klaus. Lance, just need to press the OK button. OK button. I pressed it. You're pressing the pick confirm button. The pick confirm button is the OK button, Brad. Whew. All right. Big second half. Here we go. Now, look, I'm going to ask you guys a little question. Do you guys remember the first time you ever kissed a girl or, or a guy? Well, the first time 
You ever had sex? Oh. Oh. No, we've done that, Klaus. Calm down. It was exciting. But it, it wasn't good, though, was it? You may have thought at the time that it was some of the best loving you have ever got in your life, but that's because it's the only loving you've got. Klaus was telling me about his first time. It was with two older gentlemen, Hans and Fritz, and, and you weren't able to walk for a week afterwards. And although you loved it, it wasn't your best sexual experience, was it? Klaus, was it? No. Klaus, yeah, exactly right. He was nine. Because it was your first time. Your first day at work, you didn't knock it out of the park, did you? You were learning how everything works. You sat back, you observed. You're sitting back, studying it. And after a few weeks of doing your job, every day you got better and better at it. And before long, you were a natural at what you did. So, why do you think it's any different in Formula 1? For the first 11 races, all we heard was, Daniel Ricciardo is a bust. McLaren made a mistake with him. Look at, look at how well Carlos Sainz is doing in the Ferrari. Norris is making big dick Danny Rick look foolish out there. The honey badger is washed up. Darren Avocado is finished. That's all we heard. Okay, let, let me do a serious analogy for you. Have you guys ever been lucky enough to buy a brand new car? I have. And it's such a good feeling to spend all that money knowing the value of the car will plummet as soon as you drive it. But the first time you're driving, you're driving along, you put your foot down on the brakes and the car comes to a standstill so quickly, so much faster than your old car. The brakes are brand new. Everything's working perfectly. You don't have a feel for this one. You're getting used to this car now. Now imagine all of that happening at 200 miles per hour. You're in a brand new car, a car calibrated for their baby-faced favorite Lando. I bet McLaren hasn't even taken into account the size of your manhood, Big Dick Denny Rick, the sledgehammer and bowling balls. It's throwing the weight right off. But enough dilly-dallying. Let's actually look at how bad Ricardo was during the first 11 races of the season. Up to the summer break, Norris had beaten Ricardo in 9 out of the 11 races and picked himself up two podium finishes as well with Daniel Ricciardo only outperforming Norris in Spain and Hungary. And he only beat him in Hungary because Stroll and Bottas decided to take out half the field. It was troubling to see. But that's only because the other two main drivers that have switched seats were Sergio Perez to Red Bull. And he had gotten himself a nice win already. And Carlos Sainz to Ferrari. And he had managed two podiums. So, looking at the numbers... Daniel Ricciardo was the worst of the bunch. And to make things even more worse than that, Seb Vettel had switched teams as well from Ferrari to Aston Martin. And even he managed one and a half podiums, one in Baku and one that was taken away from him in Hungary. So in a race where Ocon had won it too, like that's another thing. And I think it's safe to say that Danny Ricciardo is in a McLaren should be outperforming Esteban Ocon in an Alpine. But then it was the summer break. And Danny Rick went on holidays. He relaxed. He chilled out, man. He probably listened to some Parker in my Fermi, some Pimpf, the number one comedy F1 podcast in the world. He had some intercourse with some supermodels and a little bit of outer course as well. We can't forget that. He was so chilled out, trying out his fake American accent for his buddies, and none of his mates thought there was any sort of issue with it, and, and look what happened. In the six races since the break, though, Ricardo has beaten Norris in four of them. 
at Spa, Monza, Sochi, and Coda, only losing out to Norris in Turkey and the Dutch GP, both of which McLaren struggled with pace and looked absolutely horrible. In Monza, Daniel Ricciardo actually won the race with Norris finishing second. So enough about this man, this glorious great man struggling in the McLaren. He just need to get used to it. He need to start making the car work for him rather than he work for the car. And with some patience from Zach Brown and McLaren, look what happens. They have their man. McLaren are going to be the team in a couple of years' time, if not next season, depending on what the new car's doing. The first 11 races were Darren Avocado having sex for the first time. He was jackhammering, putting fingers where they shouldn't go and just trying to do a bit too much. No one enjoyed themselves and we all wish it was over and we never agreed to sleep with him in the first place. But now, he is all oiled up from head to tippy toe, lighting some candles and putting on some pimp music to set the mood as the sledgehammer is about to do his thing and everyone leaves satisfied. He just needed some practice to work out what it was to do with what he had. What do you guys think? Is Danny Rick... Has he turned the corner? Has he come back to the Danny Rick of old? Let me know. At Parker in my firm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Ooh, I've been working hard today. Well, Klaus, how are you going? You're asleep again, for fuck's sake, Klaus. But he's looking good. I'm looking over at Klaus right now. He's representing the show quite nicely, the number one company F1 podcast in the world. And he's wearing the shirt to match. He is. Link in description. If you want to look that good as well, and you know why I've made the quality that good with the shirts. You know why I've done that? Just to give the people what they want. Give the people people what they want. That's exactly right. And what the people want is some of the best looking merch. The drip is what the kids call it. You want to be lit? You want to be lit, fresh, fam, on fire? Yeah, I know you do. That's why you've got to go to parkingtobyfermate.com slash merch. Link in description. Oh, hey, I know what you're worried about. You're looking at those prices gone down. Those prices are good, but what about the shipping? What about the shipping? Hey, Klaus, you hear them? They're complaining about the shipping. How about this? Free shipping worldwide. Woo! Ow! Give the people what Free shipping worldwide, baby! Oh, my lord. That's not all. That's not all, because I love you guys so much. You're my podcast listeners. You're the best people in the world. How about you use a little promo code uh, podcast exclusive five when checking out for an extra 5% off. That's in the description as well. And you know why I've done that? You know why I've done that? We give the people what they want. Well, well, well. And now it's time for... Drivers ranking. That's it. Driver power rankings. We go through from 20 to first. How they're performing. How they're sitting on the season so far. Drivers ranking. Woo! I'm pumped. I'm excited. They're all in front of me right now. So let's get underway now. What I do with the driver power rankings, I take into how they're performing. I don't really take into account the car because the driver's got nothing to do with the car. They can't control the car. It's based on how they're performing right now. So we're going to start from the back of the grid where we belong. Nikita Mazepin, number 20. Look, 
you're now getting worse and worse. I didn't think that was possible. I don't know if it's because Mick's getting better, but I think you're just getting worse. You're now, I'm looking up. 20 laps into the race, you're 20 seconds behind your teammate. Unexcusable. End of the race, end of, a, what was it in Austin? Like 56 laps? He was 90 seconds back from Mick. Unacceptable. Nikita, you're 20th. Sort it out. Go go away from the sport, please. I know it's not going to happen. But here's another little daddy's boy, Nicholas Latifi. Smothering himself in Nutella, getting people to lick it off him. He's in at number 19. Look, again, he's only eat. I, that might be a bit harsh because I actually really like what he's doing this year. But he's being made look like a right knob because George Russell's performing so well. But... Nicholas Latifi, you've had an all right season. I'm looking forward to next year to see how you really go with Alexander Albon as a teammate. That's going to be quite an interesting team battle right there. Number 18, Mick Schumacher. Now look, you you had a solid outing, but you're still lap, two laps down on the leaders. You did have some impact on the result of the race, though. I will say that, but two, two laps down? You can't be two laps down and be higher up than 18th. No, 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 no. Again, I just want him out of that car. As soon as you get Mick out of that car and in something else, then we can celebrate. We can all be happy. Number 17, the Iceman, Kimi. Kimi Raikkonen, his last circuit of the Americas. He I, was very uneventful, very forgettable. I have no idea what the hell happened to him. Honestly, I don't. You ask me what happened to Kimi. He had a little bit of a scrap with Alonso, which was kind of interesting to see. But other than that, nothing happened. Number 16, speaking of nothing happening... Esteban Ocon in at number 16. He was very quiet as well. Um, There's not really much to report on him. He's been like up and down. He's, there hasn't, where the Alpha Romeos, they've been fairly consistent. They're always, you don't think of them, but the Alpines, they're either going to perform really, really well or struggle with pace. There's no middle ground for them. Whereas Kimi and Giovinazzi always, you know, they're solid. They're crap, but they're solid. Number 15, George Russell. Look, he didn't have a great coda. He he hindered himself with the qualifying. He did the same thing to himself in, in um, Turkey as well. He's just, he's been a bit quiet the last two. And we're expecting a lot more. His expectation, he's a, a he's hurt by his own expectations, you know. He's hurt by his own success. We expect him now to be Q3 every time. If he's not Q3 and getting points... I know, I know, it's a Williams, and it's George Russell, but hey. Number 14, racing car, Jesus Antonio, Jova, Nazi. Um, very solid, again, I mean, he was number four on, on F1 drivers, I would bang, so that's pretty good. Uh, but again, he's not doing much with it, you know. He's not doing much with the car, he's not getting it, like, he's race, he's the only driver left racing for his career. Everything else has all been sorted. Number 13, Lance Stroll. He had a very sh- pretty quiet weekend as well. Not much really happening with him. Um, Turkey was really the big disappointment, but we've already talked about that. So, Coda, yeah, I'm going to keep him 13th. Number 12, Fernando Alonso. Woo! God, he had some drama. He was causing the team a bit of headaches. Challenging those Alfa Romeos. Really putting that pressure on. And uh, overtaken around the outside, round the outside, round the outside. I nailed it. So I'm going to keep him in at number 12. I don't think, you know, it's not bad. It's not good. This is where I'm going to piss a lot of people off because number 11, I've got Pierre Gasly. Which means that his teammate is higher than him, Sunoda. Higher than Gasly. 
Gasly's just had a shocking last few weeks. I now, look, it wasn't his fault he retired in Coda, but you can't have a guy who's, who's you know, pushing that top five, six, seventh position struggle. But that's the first half done of the... Drivers. Ranking. Woo! Just need a little breather. Need a little breather. We've got 10 more to go. Get excited. What's going to happen? I don't know. Drivers. Ranking. Thank you, Klaus. On it again. All right, so we're going to go in. Number 10 now. Gasly's teammate, Yuki Tsunoda. Now, a lot of shocks that he's this high up. But, again, Q3, two weeks, two races in a row. After, I think he's, he's now, you know, being rewarded for how shit he is. Because right now we're expecting him to be at Q1, you know, maybe, you know, maybe middle of Q2, sort of sitting around there. Definitely not even challenging to make it to Q3. But in Turkey and Coda, Q3. Now, there are a lot of engine penalties coming in, so that's going to help him out. But other than Bahrain this year, he's been shit house. And so we got to give it to him. Turkey and Coda, he's starting to make an impact. I'm going to have him up there. Number nine, Sebastian Vettel. He's been good with what he's been doing. Started back because of the engine change. Got himself up into the points. Fantastic circuit of the Americas drive. Great drive by him. But, uh, I mean, he's... he's Like I said, it was always going to be win-winner Aston Martin with what happens. Either Vettel does well, then Stroll learns from him. Or Stroll beats Vettel. And then Lawrence can say, well, my son just beat a four-time world champ. You know, like, it was win-win. Number eight, Valtteri Bottas. Look, the guy... <laughs> Can't catch a break. I bet you he takes an engine penalty for Mexico. He's just going to do it. Well, he's had six so far, so he took a five-place grid penalty for the internal combustion engine there. Started P6? Started P6 or 7. Um, sort of stuck there. Those Mercedes are not good in traffic. They're not good but following another car, which is why Hamilton, I think, was, wasn't able to really get that gap down to get into that DRS zone against Verstappen. So I'm going to keep you at number eight, Bottas. Number seven, Lando Norris. Now he's starting to slip. I love the kid. I do. Cute little boy. But uh, he's struggling. Those last few races, he hasn't made an impact. We're now expecting him to, you know, have an amazing qualifying session, get himself fighting for a podium. But he, he's been nowhere near it. And they need him to fight because right now, McLaren have this massive battle with Ferrari. And it's coming down to those last few races. That's a lot of millions on the line. So you need to work together because that number six is your teammate. Big dick, Danny Rick. Give a dog a bone. And this guy has the biggest bone of all. Danny Rick, he's been driving out of his bloody mind since that summer break. He's been looking fantastic. Coda was a bit quiet, but he, he took it to science. He took it to that smooth operator, finished fifth behind Leclerc. He had himself a great weekend. And without him performing now, McLaren would be falling behind. But with him and Norris there... That's a really exciting battle. That McLaren-Ferrari battle is going to be amazing to watch. Number five, speaking of Ferrari, the smooth operator. Look at that head of hair. Carlos Sainz. Hey, he's been doing good. Being very, very pleased with how he's driving. Very under... I would say probably the most overlooked, underrated driver. The, the one driver that the media is not talking that much about. Where he's not causing headlines, but he's always up there. Same with Leclerc, I'd say, but Carlos Sainz, because he's so quiet in the media, he just puts his head down, does his thing, and he's looking good doing it. Looking fantastic out there. Number four, Sergio Perez. Instrumental 
in that win for Verstappen over the weekend. They pitted him to really make Hamilton have to come in. Perez got out of the way to let Verstappen chase down Hamilton after that first few corners of the race. Perez, if he's up there, and we're going to Mexico too, the fact that he had the runs, plus no drink, under the weather, all weekend, and now he was able to get on the podium, and he's going to his hometown in a couple of weeks' time. I'm looking forward to that. I think Perez is going to have an amazing race. I think he's really going to... The question will be, can Red Bull chase down Mercedes in the constructors as well? Get the double whammy. I don't know if they can, but it's going to all come down to Perez versus Bottas if that's the case. Number three, I've got him up there. Charles Leclerc, he's been amazing. Number one doable driver, according to myself, and I never lie. But Charles Leclerc loves a P4 like Gasly loves a P6. Charles Leclerc, just quietly, over this last month and a half, two months, has been racing phenomenally. Again, head down. Not really, you know, we've had the issue in Baku. We had the issue in Monaco. They look great back-to-back, those Ferraris and the street circuits. We do have a street circuit coming up. We've also got the Mexico. Mexico is going to be a good Ferrari track. A lot of slow corners. A lot of tight turns. Ferrari should do quite well there. McLaren's really got to watch out for that. I think Charles Leclerc has been on fire and amazing. Keep it up, buddy. That's why you're at number three. Number two, who's it going to be? Hamilton or Verstappen? It is Hamilton at number two. Look. It's like you've got one and two and then a huge gap to three and the rest. Because Hamilton, I really could have just tossed a coin and chucked one of you at number one, one of you at number two, and I wouldn't have been wrong. Hamilton, you've been great. The times you haven't been, haven't been your fault. It's been a lot of the times your team orders, team calls that have been incorrect. That's been the issue. But you, as yourself, has been absolutely amazing. And I love how close this season is. Coming down to the wire. Five races to go. Woo! I'm excited, class. You excited? Oh, his nipples are poking through his shirt. He is that excited. And number one in the driver's power rankings is Maxi Boy, Big Max. Max Verstappen. Again, racing out of his damn mind. Just got to make sure there's no DNFs towards the end of the year. Look, I'll probably put the mockers on him then. But that's the only thing holding him back. Because we all know how reliable the Mercedes is. We all know how reliable Hamilton is in particular. One DNF in the last 10,000 races for Hamilton, something like that, which was back in Monza when Hamilton and Verstappen collided. So now we've got Verstappen, who's had a few DNFs, three this year, leading the championship, five races to go. I'm getting nervous, but I'm going to have him number one on the list because he has been racing phenomenally. He's even calling out strategies while racing Insane stuff. Well done, Maxi Boy. But that was... Drivers. Ranking. Drivers power rankings. What do you guys think? Let me know. At Parker in my firm. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Did I get them right? Did I get them right? Drivers. Ranking. Woo! Well, you gorgeous guys and gals. My muffins. My legends. That's the end of another show. Episode 84, done and dusted. Hope you all get to enjoy your weekends. It's going to be a very, very nice one indeed. Weekend off of racing. We've got to wait another week before we get a triple header. I think it's triple header. Mexico, Brazil, and Qatar. I think I think it's Qatar. I haven't even looked it up. I can't be asked. 
But get excited. Busy three weeks coming up too. So make sure you've subscribed and follow so you don't miss out on anything. Go to parkitinmyfilmmate.com. Check out the merch there as well. Also, follow me on the socials if you want to keep up. I'm dropping memes all the time, boys and girls, all the time. And a big thank you to our legend club, the people that support us through the Patreon. Right now, there is one queen sitting atop on her throne by herself, Austin, the queen. You are a true legend. Thank you so much for your support, as always. And everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.